Well, that was not pretty. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Brock Eagle Football Show, brought to you by Tommy Hayes Photography and DFW Executive Realty, right here on the S2S Sports Network, part of L4 Media. As Brock falls to one and three, as they go on the road and lose to Gunner, thirty-five to twelve. It just—it was one of those games. I—I I, I don't know how to really describe it. I think the best way I could describe it is you go back, and this is for us older folks, you go back to the 1995 season for the Dallas Cowboys, and San Francisco came in, and it was a battle of the two top teams. They'd played in, you know, three straight uh, title games, and San Francisco just came out and just swung a haymaker early, and Dallas was never able to respond. That's kind of how this game felt. And I know that's going a long way back. Wikipedia, if, you, if you're too young and you'll know what I'm talking about. And, and that's what this game felt like. Gunner came out loaded for bear, uh, and they were aggressive. They were fast. They were confident. And they played their assignments, and they won. And, and there's just no other way around it. Um, we, we can talk about the Pleasant Grove game. That's a game Brock could have won. We can talk about the Wimberley game. That's a game Brock could have won. And in this game, there are a couple key moments that didn't go Brock's way that could have changed the game. Let's let's not let's not act like it was seventy to nothing. It, it, you know, you have the 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 scoop and score get called back on a defensive hold. You have a dropped pick six. That's fourteen points right there that not only get gets added to your tally, but I think also changes the momentum of that game, especially that scoop and score. You know, Gunner's driving. It looks like they're about to put another touchdown on. You, you sack him. The ball hits the ground. It's an easy touchdown. All of a sudden, the momentum is, is back in your favor and all, but it, it gets called, and, and Brock just did not respond well to that. And that's that, that's. I mean, there's just no other way to make make it sound any better. Brock got their butt kicked. Now, is this going to be a season-defining game? Yes. It'll either be a season-defining game where, yeah, Gunner proved that Brock was down this year, or, yeah, this was the game that turned it around and Brock went on a win streak and Brock started roaring back and Brock looked like the Brock Eagles. And no matter how frustrated you are as a Brock fan – You've got to trust that's what's going to happen because simply look at the history. That's what Brock does. Brock bounces back. That's why they went 0-4 last year in this stretch and played for State. Um, all things considered, coming out of it, you're 1-3 this year. You're one game up compared to where you were last year. And I still feel that in three of the four games this year, you, the Brock Eagles played better. Again, the Pleasant Grove game last year was close, but not really. The Wimberley game last year was close, but you never really felt that Brock was in the game. Now, the Gunther game last year was a slobber knocker, one possession game. It could have gone either way. So this year it's flipped where against the two 4A teams that are really, really good, especially Wimberley. I'm actually going to go see Wimberley this week as they take on Lampasas. Um, Brock went toe-to-toe with a 4A Division II state finalist that will probably be a 4A, a 4-2A Division state titleist again this year, a 4A Division two state titles. That's a lot of words to say. It's been a long day. Um, and then a Pleasant Grove team that's going to go a few rounds in Division two four eight as well. So you can look at the Gunner game and that be what you you measure Brock by this season up to this point, or you can look at the totality of it and see where yeah that Gunner game's bad. That Gunner game 
got out of hand. That Gunner game did not go the way as expected, but Brock in the other games have looked really good. And it doesn't matter now. And I have to remind myself this, and even talking with Coach Mathis, I even said it to him. We always we always uh, have a conversation before we record, and I'm like, you know, i got to remind myself that that game means nothing. You're not going to see Gunner in the playoffs. They're Division Two. It's not district. That game literally is an exhibition. It all starts for real this week. And we'll see how Brock responds. And how they respond, and it's not even necessarily how they respond the next few weeks because it should be, you've got rivalries, but it's Boyd, it's Peachster, and it's Whitesboro, and all three of them are down. Now, we'll see how down Whitesboro is. Uh, supposedly, they they played a lot of freshmen last week. They got beat really bad by Sulphur, Oklahoma, who was 0-2 going into that game. But I've heard that could be injuries. We'll see if Whitesboro gets better. But But let's... Let's all know what we're looking at, and that's paradise in about a month. In fact, actually a month exactly. That's where Brock needs to get right. That's the game that you're going to play a team that's on Gunter's level, and paradise is really, really good this year. Austin Iglesias is really, really special this year. Uh, in fact, he's, he's different because he's bigger, but he is as explosive and as important to that paradise offense as Overman is to that Gunner offense. So we'll see how Brock responds. As always, Coach Mathis is here joining. Great interview. I always record that, and then I do my intros just so I can kind of know the theme going into it. Uh, and, and the theme with him, and, and, and I was curious, is it's, you know, we, we, we learn. that This is Brock. We learn. We're going to trust in our process. We're not going to, you know, tear things down and start back over. And I don't think they need to. want to thank our sponsors. Tommy Hayes Photography. You can find him on Instagram at Tommy underscore Hayes underscore photography. You can also find him online at TommyHayesPhotography.com. On Facebook, just type in Tommy Hayes Photography. Uh, best photographer in the state. He didn't see that game because that lucky some was in uh, Alaska uh, on his annual trip. Last year, he wasn't able to do it. This year, he was back at it, and he has some great pictures from that. I love it when he posts those. But he also does the best portraits and action photos in the state of Texas when it comes to sports photos. We do appreciate him being a sponsor on this show and the 3A show on Sideline to Sideline. Also, DFW Executive Realty. You can find that online at dfwexecutiverealty.com. Eddie Washington, he's your man if you need any kind of realty needs on the Fort Worth side of Dallas Fort Worth. And we do appreciate him. They have been the longest sponsors of any of my shows. Uh, and since I've been doing coaches shows and even before then, uh, in fact, the, the, the person that was right next behind them was now the boss of the network that I work for, Brett Lee and L4 Media and, of course, L4 Clothing. Uh, and so I do appreciate Tommy and Eddie. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Coach Mathis about that tough loss against Gunner. Talk about where did the boys go from there? And also talk that Boyd District opener, and we'll do that when we come back right here on the Brock Eagle Football Show, brought to you by Tommy Ace Photography and DFW Executive Realty on S2S. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. 
L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Terry Bennett back here on the Brock football show. Now joined by the head coach of the Eagles, coach Billy Mathis and coach. I mean, there's no other way to cut it. Uh, I, that was a tough night and I think it was a very unexpected night. What are your thoughts on the game? Man, I, I'll say this. It was a tough night and my hats off to the coach Brazil and, and the Gunner Tigers. They, they played their butts off and they did what they needed to do you know, to go out and, and get a win. And, you know, really for, for me and for, for the Brock Eagles, we didn't put our best foot forward. We didn't, you know, we didn't go and bring the level of fight that we needed to bring, you know, for a full four quarters. Like we should have to go win a game like that. And, and Gunner did. And, you know, when you sit back and look at it all, right, where does that go back to? It, well, it goes back to the head coach and it goes back to me. And, man, that's tough. It's, it's a tough spill, uh, pill to swallow at times. But that's what my job is. That's what I'm here for these boys to do is to get them ready. And, you know, I've got to get them understanding, you know, our whole model this year is, you know, burn the ships. And burn the ships, you know, you pull up, you know, in, a, in, a, in your ship and you go to battle, you're going to burn it because there's no looking back. There's no retreat. You've got to be all in, and we've got to get this football team all in, 100% trusting what their job is and executing at a higher level than we are right now, and that's, and that's just the truth. But knowing this, too, right, these boys are prideful. These boys understand, and they don't like losing. They don't like you know losing like that. It don't matter if you lose by one or if you lose by 30. They don't like it, and – we're going to see how we respond this week. The practice this week's been amazing. It's been great. These boys, they, um, you know, they understand where we're at. We're in district now, and these are the games that count. Why do we play those four games? To go get to a, to a point in our season to where we're ready for these. And the last, you know, last four games are, you know, state championship types of games. And you're trying to get ready each and every week and bring your best every week. And I thought we've had some, a lot of bright spots, a lot of uh, silver linings, but we've had some spots too that we have to work on. And it doesn't matter what football team you are. It don't matter if you're undefeated sitting 4-0 right now. You're never perfect right now. If you are, if you're peaking right now, you're in trouble. And it was the same way last year. We had stuff we had to work on. We were fighting through some stuff. We were getting ready. You want to peak at the right time, and that's what's great about our guys. We're going to start peaking at the right time. That's going to carry us on to, you know, hopefully a district championship and on to a state championship. 
Well, after a game like this, and you do bring up a good point, and I'll admit it, even as somebody that covers a sport, you kind of forget, oh, yeah, that wasn't even a district game. That was just a, a, a game. Uh, but, but after a game like that, for you, how, how did you approach talking to the to the guys? Was this uh, we've got to tear it down and reassess? Was this just a hey, the score looked worse than the game? What was the communication like? You know, you don't. Yeah, there's no turning back and tearing it all down because we've got a lot of really good things going. We just exactly. man, we were a few plays, you know, there offensively that you know we were we were a step from having big games or, you know, a couple penalties away from, you know, we were a pick six away and a scoop and scores away from us being up 14 to seven. You know, we dropped the pick six and the scoop and score got called back on us. So instead of being up 14, seven, you know, we end up being down, you know, 21, nothing. And those are the things that we've got to switch. And I, and I've said this, you know, through the weeks that you and I have talked there's always four or five plays in a game that determine it. Yep. I've got to get those four or five plays turned to where we're winning those four or five plays. And what is that? How do I do that? Well, it's a discipline, right? We got to be more disciplined than what we do. And we got to be trusting and doing exactly what I tell the guys to do. Right. And you know, that's what my job is, what these coaches jobs are to get the kids trusting that, Hey, if we say to go to this area or to go to this guy, you go do it and have no thought in your mind about, well, maybe if or what if, right? It's not. It's this is where I'm going, and I'm getting there, and it's going to be fast, and it's going to be powerful, and it's going to be violent. That's where we got to get back to. You know, when you talk about tearing stuff down, we don't have to tear anything down. But we went, we went through this week. We went back to the basics. Hey, man, we're out there. We're working on tackling. We're lined up. I mean, it's full pads, full tilt, you know, full throttle practice from the start to the finish. And if we don't do that, you know, there's punishment right there. There's things you got to do. You got to go out and run extra gassers or something. And it's got to mean a lot to you. And it means so much to these boys to get this fixed, to have a chance to go and win the district championship that, you know, these guys step up to the table. These guys are, they're amazing, right? They're resilient. They've been here before and they understand where you start it in the, in the end, I'll be all, it's where you finish. And you go back to, you know, 2021, we were 15 and 0, feeling good. And we ended up losing a state championship game. You got to be ready, right? And you got to go and you got to be excited about each game, but you're only going to be truly happy winning that last one. And that's our goal this year. These first four games, they don't determine if we win that last one or not. Are they getting us ready? Absolutely. But being one and three right now, that doesn't determine anything in our fate from here on out. All it did is get us ready, get us able to fix some of the stuff that we need to fix, and go build on the stuff that we're that we're good at. Well, and it you know the the, the taste in the mouth isn't great after the Gunner game, but like you you said right as we started talking before we started recording, y'all are in a better win loss position than y'all were last year. I mean, y'all, you know. And I feel still that at three of the four games this year, y'all legitimately should have won or could have won compared to where last year y'all were kind of hanging around against Wimberley and hanging around against Pleasant Grove. But y'all legitimately could have gone into this Gunner game 3-0. and So I think maybe the Gunner game gets a little overemphasized because it's Gunner and it's the most recent, but you're still in a good spot. And as you say, it all starts over this week with Boyd. 
It does. And, you know, then that's, that, that's part of the season and that's part of, you know, the growing pains. And we talked, go back to Pleasant Grove, you know, we were, uh, a ball being stripped out there on that quarterback sneak to kneeling the ball to starting out the season one and oh, we were a couple pass plays, jump balls away against Wimberley, you know, from being three and oh, so, and, and you're right. Um, that's the way it goes. And, and it goes back to saying, Hey, those are the plays we've got to win. Those are the things that we've got to do. So that we're not having the same conversation again, you know, next week, our boys, let me tell you, I, I've been so proud of our guys. There's never any give up in them. You know, we get in there and we watch film and they accept responsibility. I accept responsibility, you know, and there's nobody blaming anybody. Nobody. These boys understand. And these guys know what it takes to go out and win. And we got a really good football team. I mean, a, a team that can go and, and win it all when we get it all dialed in. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. And that's, that's what we – as coaches, that's what we got to do each and every week. Right? So this week we got Boyd, um, first game of district. You know, it's always a big rivalry against Boyd. You know, from the, the day I got here, one of the first stories I was ever told was, <laughs> you know, how the Boyd Yellow Jackets, right? All they talked about was, hey, wait till, you know, wait till you get football and we get to play. Yep. And that was back in 2012, 2013. And that conversation comes up every year when we play Boyd, and it's and it, you know, it's still a big rivalry, and it's still a big um, it's still a big deal to go out and play Boyd. And our guys do a good job of not ever taking anybody lightly, you know. So, and they know as well as everybody else, records mean nothing. Right? If you were just to look at our record, I mean, Boyd's thinking, hey, we're going to play a one and three team. But I can promise you this: Boyd's not thinking, hey, we're going to play a one and three team. Boys think, hey, we're about to have to go play the Brock Eagles and we better bring our best. And it's the same for us. We don't look at records. We look at what, what's ahead of us and it's the board yellow jackets. And we know if we're going to win that game, we got to be hitting on all cylinders. We got to be the toughest team out there. We got to go execute and we're not taking anybody lightly. When, when you look at the Yellow Jackets, I know they're 0-4, but, I mean, they've got an offense that can score. That They've been in all but one of their games. And you bring up a good point. You, you talk about being a fresh start for for Brock. It's a fresh start for Boyd in district. And I've always said that first week of district is always some weird games because the lesser teams go, hey, this is our chance to, to get back into it and start the season anew. That's right. That's right, man. You've you got – you know, there's there's no pressure on you really. You got nothing to lose. You got everything to gain. Go out there and throw everything in the kitchen sink at them. Go out there and go do what you need to do. Go out there and find your identity. Go out there and get everything dialed in. Go out there and play your heart out for each other. Go play your heart out for your team. And that's when you get in the district. When these games really start, you know, quote unquote, counting. People play different. People play harder. They play more excited. And you know, because they've got seniors on their team that don't want their last year to be, you know, cut short either. They got seniors on their team that want to go and say, hey, our senior year, we beat the Brock Eagles, just like our guys. They want to go, hey, you know what? We beat the Boyd Yellow Jackets our senior year, and we won district, and we started out 1-0. and So there's a lot of that that goes on, and that's a lot of uh, stuff that plays into each and every game. Emotions are real, you know. It's um, something that leads to kids playing at a different level. 
Well, and again, that's what you and I were talking about off there. That we, felt, you know, I felt that that's what happened in the Gunner game was the emotion tilted towards them. And, and and as you and I were talking about, they're a team that thrives on that. But I want to go back to what you said about the film and assignment football. It, it, we always think about positive reinforcement with that kind of stuff. Hey, this is where you did right. But with a game like this, isn't the negative reinforcement just as good as you can say? Look, this is what happens when you don't play the assignment we've been telling you all week. Oh, you're <laughs> absolutely. And we spend a lot of time doing that, you know, because we go and we check, you know, what we call loafs and every coach and staff does it. You know, we always check see if somebody's if they're loafing or if they're not where they're supposed to be. So 100%, we go and check and say, if you'd have done this, this would have been the, this would have been the other result. Or, you know, if, you know, if receivers are downfield blocking harder, you know, look at yourself right here. You're not giving best effort. This is why this guy ends up making a tackle 30 yards downfield, but across field because he's hustling more than you are. And those are big things, and kids understand those. Matter of fact, I think kids listen to those more than they do the positive yes. stuff. Because a lot of time on the positive stuff, they're looking at it, you know, and they're excited, and they made a big hit and a great hit. And the negative stuff, you know, they look at it and they take it more to heart because – and it hurts the pride, you know. They don't. Nobody wants to be called out on anything negative, whether you're a coach or whether you're a kid. But you got to go and fix those things. And you say, you know what? This is what happened here. You didn't give your best, or you didn't do this certain assignment. This caused this big play for them. If you do that, this is this is the positive result out of it. So, absolutely, you know, you've, you've got to do that, and that's part of sports. And everybody does that because, let me tell you, you know, tough love. You you got to have it. If you go out there and just baby them and patty cake them and tell them, oh man, you're great. Oh, we tried so hard. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody said the referees cheated us. Well, you're gonna be in for a short season. You're gonna be in for a soft team. So, you know, it, it's just the way it is. My job is to get these guys ready, right? And you got to go out and you got to be hard nosed. You got to be tough, and you got to be able to handle some criticism, right? As as a coaching yep. staff, I'm the same way. I got to be able to handle some criticism and. Well, there's a lot of criticism coming at me right now, but that's okay. You know, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. I know whenever I've made bad calls or, you know, stuff like that, that doesn't faze me. I've been doing this for almost 20 years now, and I know this. You can't make everybody happy, but you go out winning takes care of a lot of that too. So I got to make sure that the guys on my football team are happy. The guys on my football team are believing the guys in the football team are believing in me. And if there's anything I know is true, they believe in me and they believe in this coaching staff and they believe that they can win. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. Terry and back here on the Brock Eagle Show. As always, I want to thank the head coach of the Eagles, Billy Mance, for joining us here, as he does each and every week. Also, I want to remind you, if you have any questions, thoughts, or comments, uh, just email them to me, terry at s2sport.com. And if I think they're appropriate, I will read them on the air. If it's a question for Coach or if it's a question for me, uh, you can also ask me anything about 3A in the state for Division One, heck, even Division Two, Or you can just listen each and every week because Grant Goodwin and I talk sideline to sideline, 3A style. 
We also do a 4A show and a 2A show as well. I mean, there's just not anything else to say. Brock is 1-3 going into district this year. They were 0-4 last year. We saw how that turned out. Does that mean it turns out that way this year? No, it does not. Uh, 3A Division One is pretty stacked. 3A Division One Region 1 is pretty good. But it was pretty good last year, too. And I know a lot of people had buried Brock last year after the 0-4. And I know a lot of people are burying Brock this year after the 1-3 and and how they lost the gunner. And there are some valid questions that Brock is going to have to answer. But they're not going to be able to answer it until they're on the football field. And I, you know, we'll see what happens. Starts this week at Boyd. Boyd's 0-4. But Boyd's not a bad 0-4 team. Uh, Boyd on the year, they can score. They scored 45 in a loss. They've scored 21 in a loss. They've scored 28 in a loss. Uh, they lost to Jacksboro, to Blue Ridge, to Fort Worth Country Day, and to City View. Not the world beaters of world beaters. City View's pretty solid. Jacksboro's pretty solid. Blue Ridge, I thought was going to be better, but they haven't been. Uh, but Boyd can score. Boyd has a really good quarterback in Brandon McIntyre. Uh, they've got really good skill position. Uh, their offensive line uh, returned, I think, four starters, maybe all five. Uh, but their issue has been this year is defensively, and I think that's where Brock can take advantage. And I also think Brock's have seen way better offenses. And, again, not knocking what Coach Ritchie and Boyd have done. I like their offense a lot. I'm just saying comparative to Boyd versus Gunner, Boyd versus Wimberley, and so on and so on. But, hey, we'll be back next week no matter what. I think we're going to be a little bit happier as Brock fans. And, and again, you got a couple weeks to get right. You got Paradise coming up. You got Whitesboro, big rival game. You got Beaster, big rival game. This district's a weird district this year. Uh, I think it was going to be a lot better, uh, and it kind of hasn't turned out that way. Uh, and I'm not even talking about Brock's record. You understand that. But just like with Whitesboro being one and three and just getting beat as bad as they did uh, last week against Sulphur, Oklahoma. And again, Boyd being 0 and 4, I thought they would be better. Uh, so we'll see. Until next week, I'm Terry Bennett, and this has been the Brock Eagle Football Show right here on S2S, part of L4 Media.